You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Well, they started a little earlier. Came back before we were back from break. And a liner by Ozzie Pratt right to the shortstop, McLeod, for out number one. So we'll come in with Tate Gamble at the plate. He looks at ball one. From the pitcher, Raleigh Hector. 1-0 pitch. Misses. Now two balls and no strikes to Tate Gamble. Tate, one of the uh, RBI double crew from the second inning. Ozzie Pratt had an RBI double, followed by Tate Gamble with an RBI double, and then Cole Gamble, an RBI double. And then because Austin Deming wanted to be different, he just hit a two-run home run. Two and one the count now to Tate Gamble. 2-1 pitch from Hector. A liner right to the second baseman, Hedgewood, playing it perfectly. That was a low liner, but good defensive play there by Hedgewood. And Gamble is now retired for out number two here in the fourth inning. Let's get you our Big O Tires presenting on the rubber as we look at both teams' pitching numbers. First pitch from Hector to Cole Gamble. Misses for ball one. Hector has pitched three and two-thirds. He's given up six hits, seven runs, three of them earned. Two walks and three punch outs. Gamble lifts it down the left field line into foul territory but cannot get it. Is a running Hogart. He had to slide and it landed behind him. So it's just strike one. One and one is the count to Cole Gamble. Going back to the pitching numbers for Cutter Clausen, three innings pitched, one hit, no runs, one walk, and six strikeouts. He has been brilliant. Big O Tires is the team you trust. Cole back in the batter's box. Base is empty, two away. And a 1-1 count upcoming. Raleigh Hector. The 1-1 pitch to Cole. Strike two. We are nearing 7 o'clock here in the central time zone. Game two of today's doubleheader. Game three of the series. 1-2 pitch. Misses low. 2-2 the count. Game four, Monday night. Excited to go to church tomorrow here in the Ruston area. 2-2 pitch. Inside, full count. It's one of the things I enjoy the most on these long trips is when you stay over on Sunday, being able to go to church and sort of experiencing, uh, you know, wards out in the mission field, as they say. 3-2 pitch away, and it is a two-out walk to Cole Gamble. So, two outs, and Austin Deming at the plate. Deming's last plate appearance in the second inning, a two-run, no-doubt shot over the left field wall. First pitch, and he just keeps hitting a liner into center field, and that's a two-out single for Austin Deming. And the Cougars may not be done here in the top of the fourth, leading 7-0. Ryan Sapiti reached on an error in the first, walked in the second. 
Activity continues in the Bulldog bullpen. BYU now seven runs on seven hits. Hector with the pitch to Sapiti. Strike one to Ryan. No balls and one strike. The 0-1 pitch. Outside part of the plate, but gets the call by home plate umpire Colby Vidrine. And now, Sapiti awaiting the 0-2 pitch with two outs and two on. The 0-2, Sapiti lifts it high in the air to center field. McConnell moving over, makes the catch, and the Cougars are retired with no run scored in the top of the fourth. Their lead is still 7-0 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. My daughter is in middle school, which means my car has to put up with, well, girls opening the door when their nail polish isn't quite dry, or soccer kids kicking the door shut with muddy cleats, or when their school crush shakes For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Dalton Davis walking to the batter's box for the Bulldogs. He'll lead off the bottom of the fourth. Facing Cutter Clausen, BYU's lead is 7-0. First pitch to Davis, fouled out of play, off to the right side, strike one. No one pitch. Lined into the gap in right center, that will fall down for hit number two. Davis trying to turn it into a double. He'll slide in safely. And hit number two is a double for Dalton Davis. And it is a leadoff double. And here come the Bulldogs. With the NBA All-Star game tomorrow at Vivint Arena. And obviously tonight you've got the slam dunk, the three-point competition. Thought this was pretty cool. Just saw this on Twitter that Damian Lillard, who's participating in the three-point shootout tonight, is going to wear his Weaver State uniform while he's uh, That's pretty cool. Got to be rooting for my guy, though, Lowry Markinen in the three-point shooting contest. Sorry, Wildcat fans. First pitch to Walker Birchfield. Misses away. Ball one. Lawson looks back at second. Now the 1-0. Lifted into left field. Gamble on the move, on the run. Full extension. Oh, and he makes the catch. What a great play from Tate Gamble. Full sprint, full extension, and he makes the play. What a defensive play by the left fielder. That'll bring in Brody Drost. That saved a run, without question. Davis was already around third. He was going to score had that fallen down. That absolutely saved a run. So now one out, and Brody Drost looks at ball one, that pitch high and out of the zone.
pitch and timeout called. And that actually is going to be a pitch clock violation on Cutter Clausen. That is the first violation by a BYU pitcher in this series. So they'll add a ball to the count. It's now 2-0. Pitch to Drost. Fouled back. Strike one. We saw that at least twice that I remember in the earlier game today. Both called against Bulldog pitching. Two balls and one strike. The pitch from Clausen gets the call. Evens the count at two and two. Great pitch from Cutter. We're in the bottom of the fourth. BYU leading the hometown Bulldogs here. Seven nothing. Cougars took game one. The Bulldogs rallied to take game two. And BYU leads here in game three. 2-2 two -two pitch. Misses away. And the count is full with one out and a runner at second. Full count. Drost at the plate. Clausen delivers the payoff pitch, and it's a strikeout. Seven strikeouts for Cutter Clausen. Two away, still a runner at second base. Quite the 2023 debut for Cutter Clausen. So far, it's given up two hits, punched out seven. First pitch to George Corona, low for ball one. It was a good block by Chase Peterson behind home plate. pitch on its way just barely missed on the outside part of the plate 2-0 thought that was a good pitch two balls no strikes the count and Cutter will step off and he'll throw down to second Seven nothing lead for BYU here in the bottom of the fourth. Runner at second, two away. Clausen delivers the 2-0. Check swing. They will appeal. First base umpire Cole Lump says he went around. Strike one. To the displeasure of the Louisiana Tech fans here in attendance. Two balls and a strike. Clausen looks back at the runner at second. Now delivers the 2-1, and it misses high, 3-1. The runner at second is Dalton Davis. 
At the plate is George Corona. Clausen's pitch. Popped it up into shallow right. Sapiti over to make the catch. No harm, no foul. The Bulldogs will strand a runner. And the Cougars will take their 7-0 lead to the fifth inning on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Well, the Cougar Bats have run Raleigh Hector. His day is done. The new pitcher is Caden Copeland, number 28. Two appearances last season, did not pitch very much. Only pitched an inning and a third, an ERA of 27. Gave up five hits in an inning and a third. Four runs, all four earned. He walked two and struck out one, and he comes into the ball game with the Cougars leading 7-0 on seven hits. BYU looking to take two of the first three games. But as we saw in the first game of the doubleheader today, got to play nine. Certainly not going to count your chickens before they hatch. Going to have a pinch hitter as well. Easton Jones is going to step in for Safaya Mauwai. So Easton will take over as the designated hitter. At least as of right now, we'll see what other defensive substitutions are made. Jones looks at ball one from Copeland. Copeland with the 1-0 pitch. Jones fouls it back to the screen. One and one the count. Top of the fifth, the 1-1 pitch inside part of the plate, but gets the call, so it's one and two. Easton Jones wearing number 32. Right now batting sixth in the order. Copeland delivers, bounces it in front of home plate, two and two. Seven runs on seven hits, no errors, no runs, two hits, two errors for Louisiana Tech. 2-2 pitch to Easton. Goes the other way, down the right field line. The right fielder there is Drost, makes the catch. Well, Easton gave it a ride, but it's out number one. Fun to see these guys getting their first at-bats and first playing time as BYU Cougars. Brock Watkins will now bat with the bases empty. And he looks at ball one. Caden Copeland. Brock 0 for 2. The 1-0 pitch. Now two balls and no strikes. Copeland kicks and delivers the 2-0. And that misses. And he falls behind the hitter, Brock Watkins. Three balls and no strikes. BYU's seven runs came in the first two innings. The last two innings, 
No run scored. 3-0, taking all the way, strike one. Cougars as a team right now, 7 of 21, 333 is the batting average. 3-1 pitch, and it's ball four, and it's a one-out walk for Brock Watkins. Good at bat for Waddy. Cooper Vest has a single in this ball game. He's one for two. His single came in his first plate appearance in the second inning. And now he'll bat with a runner at first and only one out. Copeland delivers the first pitch to Vest, and it's right down the middle for strike one. No balls and a strike. Cooper Best at the plate facing Caden Copeland in relief of Bulldog starter Raleigh Hector. A one pitch. He checked his swing. And they want an appeal. You can hear the fans asking for an appeal. And Coach Burroughs doing the same. And now they've got an answer from the second base umpire who says he didn't go around, and Coach Burroughs is out, and he is yelling at the home plate umpire. He is animated. And he's been thrown out of the ball game. Lane Burroughs, the head coach of the Bulldogs, has just been tossed. I think he was mad, number one, because they were asking for an appeal, and they weren't given the appeal. And then when he got the answer that he didn't want, he really got upset. And now he's chewing out the home plate umpire, Colby Vidrine, who actually didn't even make the call of safe. He's upset because he didn't make the call behind home plate, I believe. Needless to say, his night is done. So the way that this is, obviously with the three umpires, you've got one umpire that sort of floats around. Sometimes they're at third, sometimes they're over near second. You've obviously always got somebody at home plate and then at first base. So it was the umpire that most of the time tonight has been over at third, was moved over near second base behind the pitcher, really kind of in front of the second baseman. He's the one that made the safe call, or that he did go call. The 1-1 pitch. Vest with a swing and a miss, strike two. Yeah, the Bulldog fans, they're all riled up now. Lane Burroughs has been ejected. The one-two pitch. Fouled off. Way to stay alive there, Coop. One and two. BYU's lead 7-0. 23 runs scored through two and a half games of this season so far. Runner at first, one out. And the pitch, ground ball foul, passed first. The count stays one and two. Watkins is the runner at first. He earned a walk moments ago.
Copeland sets and now delivers the one-two pitch. And that misses low, evening the count at two balls and two strikes. I will say the Bulldog fans in all three games, they have been into it. It's been a fun environment, to say the least. 2-2 pitch to Vest. Coop. Little bloop shot. Will it get down? It will not. Nice play by McLeod. Running and sliding and makes the catch and robs Cooper Vest of another base hit. Out number two. So two away. Watkins still at first base. That'll bring in the number nine hitter. Catcher Chase Peterson. Chase officially 0 for 1, did earn a walk in the second inning. First pitch in the dirt and away, and Watkins had moved a little too far. He's able to get back to the bag, though. That was a good throw by Corona. Brock got a little too far, and then he tried to get back, and he thought he may be in trouble. But Corona double-clutched, I believe, a little bit. And throw not in time. Way to go, Brock, being able to get back to the bag. It's now 1-0 to Peterson. Copeland delivers the 1-0. Strike one. And now some uh, sarcastic applause for the home plate umpire calling a strike. The 1-1 pitch, strike two. One on, two out here in the top of the fifth inning. Seven nothing BYU. The 1-2 pitch to Peterson in the dirt and it gets past the catcher Corona Watkins easily down to second base and into scoring position with a 2-2 count. The ball didn't really bounce that far away from Corona, but he realized he's not going to have a play. So now Brock in scoring position. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Ground ball to third. Over to first in time. Bates throwing out Peterson. And the Cougars will strand a runner in the top of the fifth inning. We will head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still 7-0 BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. BYU 7, Louisiana Tech 0. We begin the bottom of the fifth inning. Cutter Clausen still out on the mound. He has been excellent in his 2023 debut. He will face Logan McLeod. Logan, 0 for 1, striked out or struck out looking in the second inning. The 7, 8, and 9 hitters, McLeod, Bates, and Hedgewood. They are a combined 0 for 3. And the first pitch to McLeod, ball one. The jacket has gone on. Now, yes, I'm in a booth, but the windows are open and the wind is blowing that cool breeze in. So the jacket is on officially. 1-0 pitch, now 2-0. Oh. 
temperature's fine. When the wind blows, it's a different game. 2-0 pitch. And that misses. And it's now 3-0. Or 3-0, excuse me. Three balls and no strikes. And for just the second time in this ball game, Cutter Clausen has walked a batter. And the leadoff man is on. McLeod takes first, and Ethan Bates grounded out to the pitcher in inning number three. He'll now bat with a runner at first, and nobody out. The first pitch to Bates, right down the middle for strike one. Clawson so far, four and a third, only two hits, one walk and seven strikeouts. The 0-1 pitch, high, ball one. One ball, one strike. McLeod at first base, and nobody out. Clawson with the 1-1 pitch, strike two. Colton Hedgewood, the number nine hitter in the on-deck circle. He struck out looking in the third. Clawson gets the sign from Peterson. Looks at first, kicks and delivers the 1-2. Fouled out of play, the count stays a ball and a strike. Or ball and two strikes, excuse me. The seven runs scored by the Cougars, all done in the first and second innings. Since then, three straight zeros on the scoreboard for the BYU offense. One-two pitch. Good battle here as Bates fouls that pitch off. Seven runs on seven hits for the Cougars. Offense has performed exceptionally in these first three games. The 1-2 pitch. Misses away, but not by much. 2-2 two two the count. BYU bats responsible for 10 runs in the game one win. They scored six runs and led 6-2 to two in game two of the season. The first game of today's doubleheader, they would end up losing 8-6. to six. So far, seven runs. We're only halfway through the ballgame. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strikeout number eight for Cutter Clawson. Bates goes down, swinging. And now one away and a runner at first. And the number nine hitter, Colton Hedgewood, makes his way to the batter's box. When we reach the top of the sixth, top of the order for the Cougars, Pratt, Tate Gamble, and Cole Gamble do up. First pitch, bunt foul by Hedgewood, strike one. Mm -hmm. 
BYU Baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouthwatering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue located just north of the BYU campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. The 0-1 pitch misses high. Now 1-1. One and one. McLeod at first, leading off this inning with a walk. Swing and a miss, strike two to Hedgewood. Bates struck out, and now Hedgewood at the plate. Top of the order, and Jonathan Hogart will bat next for the Bulldogs. That is assuming there's not a double play first. The one-two pitch from Cutter. Strike three looking on the outside part of the plate. Nine Ks for Cutter. After giving up the leadoff walk, back-to-back strikeouts. One swinging and one looking. The leadoff man, the left fielder, Jonathan Hogart. One for two, struck out, and a single. And the first pitch to Hogart, strike one. The 0-1 pitch on its way from Claussen. Fouled out of play, strike two. Lawson came right at him. Hogart fouled it off to the right side. Looking at the crowd, everybody bundling up with the beanies and the hoodies and the coats. The 0-2 pitch. Inside. Misses. Current temperature here in Ruston is... 46 degrees. Surprised it's not a little lower. It feels colder than 46. Now you do have a little bit of, you have more humidity in the air than you do back home, but figured it'd be a little cooler than that. The 1 2 pitch to Hogart. Misses high, 2 and 2. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner at first. We're in the bottom of the fifth at 7 nothing Cougars. Looking to split the doubleheader today and take two out of the first three games of this series. The 2-2 pitch from Clawson. And now the count is full. Good at bat here from Jonathan Hogart. Fell behind 0-2 and, and has worked the count full. Three balls and two strikes. Three-two pitch fouled off. Full count with two outs and a runner at first base. 
Hogart awaiting the 3-2 pitch. Clausen delivers. Foul back to the screen, and we'll do it again. As I mentioned, Pratt and the Gamble brothers do up when we reach the top of the sixth. Cloud will obviously be off with any contact. The 3-2 on its way, and that actually hit the batter. To me, it looked like it hit the, uh, the end of the bat, but they're going to say it actually hit Hogart. So it will go down as a hit by pitch, and Coach Pratt, I think, is saying the exact same thing. I think he's saying that hit the bat, not the player. And now the three umpires are going to come in and discuss this. Let me tell you, if they reverse this, this crowd is going to go berserk. I thought that hit the end of the bat, the knob of the bat. I'm not going to put down a hit by pitch just yet. They're having a conversation, all three umpires on the infield. And they're going to go ahead and say that it hit him. So it is going to go down as a hit by pitch. So the inning continues with two outs. And Cole McConnell now batting with the runner in scoring position and two outs. Runners at first and second. Bulldogs have only been able to muster two hits. No runs so far. And Clausen looking to keep it that way. He's been brilliant today. Nine Ks. Let's make it 10 here. The first pitch to McConnell. Strike one. No balls and a strike for McConnell. Clausen with the 0-1 pitch. Lined right to Deming, not able to grab it, but he does step on the bag for the force play at third. Good job by Cutter Clausen getting out of that. We'll head to the top of the six. BYU leading 7-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You named your son Steve. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Ball one to the leadoff hitter, Ozzie Pratt, as we begin the top of the sixth. Copeland's 1-0 pitch in there for strike one. Now 1-1 one and one to BYU second baseman, Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie with a double and an RBI in the second and a single in the first. 1-1 one, one pitch. Chopper to the third baseman. Nice diving stab by Bates. The throw over to first in time, and that's saying something with the speed that Ozzie has. He gets him in time, out number one. 5-3 on the putout. That was a high chopper. For a second, I thought it was going to bounce right over Bates' arm, but he was able to, to reach up, get it in the glove, and then just a rocket throw to first. 7-0 BYU here in the top of the six. Tate Gamble at the plate. Also had an RBI double in the second inning, and he looks at ball one from Caden Copeland. The 
the 1-0 pitch to Tate. High, ball two. I hope you're enjoying BYU baseball here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's great to have the great sport of baseball back. 2-0 pitch. Now strike one, two and one. I mentioned this a couple of times. All of our games, the entire season, can be heard streaming on BYURadio.org and the BYU Radio app. The 2-1 pitch, strike two, so the count even at two and two. And all but I believe two can also be heard locally on 107.9 FM. So BYU Radio on the FM as well as streamed. This, I believe, is one of the two that's just a stream only. 2-2 pitch, ground ball to the shortstop, McLeod, over to first, and in time, and Gamble is retired, 6-3. So, two outs, base is empty, and now Cole Gamble makes his way to the batter's box. Davis, Birchfield, and Drost, three, four, and five hitters, will bat for the Bulldogs in the bottom of the inning as Cole Gamble looks at strike one from Copeland. The 0-1 pitch inside, one and one. Cole with an RBI single in the first and then an RBI double in the second. 1-1 one, one pitch, ground ball. Second baseman moving over behind first base. Gets the glove on it and throws to first in time. Three ground balls induced by Copeland and it's three up, three down. Cougars go quietly in the seventh, or in the sixth, excuse me. We'll head to the bottom of the sixth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the sixth inning, strike one to Dalton Davis. As Cutter Clausen continues to just pound the strike zone. We're in the bottom of the sixth. He already has nine strikeouts. The 0-1 pitch, high and outside, evens the count at one and one. One-one pitch, fouled straight back, one and two. Still a little bit of a breeze blowing in from straightaway center. It's the old glory blowing in the wind just a little bit. The 1-2 pitch. Fly ball into center field. Cole Gamble moves ever so slightly to his left and makes the catch. One away. Dayton, or Davis, Dalton Davis. I combined his first and last name. Dalton Davis retired for out number one. Walker Birchfield, 0 for 2, is lined out to left in both of his plate appearances. In fact, the last one was an unbelievable defensive play by Tate Campbell. Full sprint, full extension dive, and he made the catch. First pitch is a swing and a foul ball from Birchfield. And he fouls that one off as well, and he falls behind 0 and 2. Back, 
One out, and the bases are empty. The 0-2 pitch doesn't get the call. Two and two. The 1-2 pitch. Chopped foul, and we'll do it again. BYU Baseball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. We're in the bottom of the sixth. BYU leads 7-0. They've had that lead since the second inning. 1-2 pitch. That ball hit high in the air into right field. Sapiti's got a beat on it. Makes the catch for out number two, two away here in the bottom of the sixth. Deming, Sapiti, and Easton Jones, the four, five, and six hitters, do up in the top of the seventh inning. First pitch to Brody Drost, fouled back for strike one. One pitch called low, ball one. Austin Deming, as I mentioned, will lead off the top of the seventh. He's two for three with a single and a two-run home run. One-one pitch inside, two and one the count. Bases empty and two outs. Clausen with the 2-1 pitch. Strike two. Drost 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. And the count is now full. Three balls and two strikes. Drost back in the batter's box awaiting the 3-2 pitch. It's on its way, and he stays alive, gets a piece, and fouls it back to the backstop. Seven-nothing. BYU's lead here in the bottom of the sixth. The payoff pitch. Ground ball to second base, backhanded by Pratt, over to first, and that will retire the Bulldogs in the sixth inning. We will head to the seventh, 7-0 Cougars on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.